And let me show you 10,000s of places that I want you to inhabit. How am I going to inhabit, Lord? Inhabit these places. Sit at my feet and listen to me. Sit at my feet and hear my words. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Rock Radio. You are moments away from receiving God's rich word. But first, remember that you can subscribe to our Roku channel as well as our podcast. And don't forget, for more information, you can always contact us at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's word. Tonight, we're going to go into a part two of that. And this is a word that I, I know the Lord wants you to hear. We're going to be talking about um, rules governing personal prof- prophecy. Rules governing personal prophecy prophecy. And I want you to hear this, rules governing personal prophecy. Now there's a reason why we're going this way, because the Bible warns us, as a matter of fact, let's look at this in 1 John, the fourth chapter, verse number one out of the King James Version. Just this one verse, we'll start here. 1 John, the fourth chapter, verse number one of the King James Version. Listen to what it says. It says, beloved, believe not every spirit But try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now, that tells us that even now in the last days, that's going to be more prevalent. You're going to hear a lot of words coming across to you. You're going to hear a lot of words. And so there are rules that govern us, rules that govern. If you take these safeguards, I believe we have about 12 or 13 safeguards that I will give you. We'll go through them. And then uh, tonight, if we don't finish it all, we'll go into a part three. Because I really want you to get this. So please take these words. Don't take these vicariously, but please hear this. Please hear this. So it says again, beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. Now, we also want to look at Matthew 7, verse 15, out of the King James Version. Matthew 7, verse 15. We're going to look at this one. It says, the Lord Jesus says, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raven ravening or ravening wolves he says beware of this now let this word be sobering in your heart tonight because the purpose of a word when someone gives it to you the purpose of a word is to change the direction of your life in one way or another to change the direction of your life if it is god if it is the holy spirit speaking to you things go well but Another spirit can come with another agenda altogether and will change the course of your life in a bad, negative way. So you need to be watchful that in the last days, uh, there are going to be false prophets, false teachers, false preachers. Not just those that are in, that are in the clergy or in the pulpits, uh, but you'll find that, and we'll go over this tonight, that you can receive a word either sometimes in a dream. A word simply just gets your attention and seeks to change the direction of your life. God can give you a dream, and then also the devil can give you a dream too. 
A thought can come to your head. Thought can come. It can be from the Lord or it can be from another source. You'll have to determine what is God and what is not. All right, and you won't always have someone with you to ask them, was this God? Do you think this was God? Do you think that was God? Are you hearing? So let's look at one more. First Thessalonians 5, 5, 17 through 21 out of the New Living Translation. First Thessalonians 5, verse 17 through 21 out of the New Living Translation. Verse 17 says, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Verse 19, do not stifle the Holy Spirit. King James says, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Um, think about that as uh, we've said this before, you're outside washing a car and you got your holes hooked up to the, to the house. To quench means to knock that up, to stop the flow of, to stifle, to stop the flow. He's doing something, but we stop the flow. He says, don't do that. Don't do that. Now listen, it says, do not scoff at prophecies. Hmm. They're prophets. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Hmm. He said, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't scoff at prophecies. But he says, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. So I'm going to give you about uh, 12 things, actually 12 things that will help you to do that. Now, the first thing I want to give you tonight is, is to understand this. This is number one. Prophecy is the spirit of God speaking to you. Know his voice. Now listen, if in your prayer time when God deals with you, if he's always soft and gentle with you, when someone else comes to you and say this word from the Lord and they are rude and abrasive, it's probably not him. He's the same person. He's the same person. Now, of course, there can be an exception to that rule. If he's been telling you about something over and over and over and over and over, and you're about to hit something dangerous, he may get a little loud if he needs to get your attention. But generally, if he's always soft with you, then the word that comes to you will also be soft. He is the same person. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Now, the second thing I want to give to you, Always try the Spirit by the Spirit. If you receive a word from the Lord, now let me back up for a moment. We talked about personal prophecies, right? Uh, personal prophecy, that is, here's a word for you that is not necessarily outlined in the Scripture. Where you should live, what job you should have, what your career choice should be, or um, what is God's will for your life personally that day. These things are not outlined uh, so much in Scripture, who you should marry, and so forth and so on. They're not particularly outlined in Scripture. We do have guidelines, of course, but there are some things that are not there. You shall marry Sumiko. It's not written in the book. You shall marry James and all that. You understand? It's not written there. It's not written there. So many times the Lord will give you an inner witness, right? He'll give you an inner witness telling you this is what you should do. And someone else may say something. 
So we're going to talk about that. I really want to get into that, okay? Some things are not outlined, and so there, there comes a personal word from the Lord to you. All right? Now, if it's coming through another source, another human, this is what we want to talk about tonight mainly. If it's coming to you through another human, whether it's at the altar, whether it's in the parking lot, whether it's on the phone, you need to be able to discern what is God and what is not God. Does that make sense? All right, so again, uh, always try the spirit by the spirit. If it doesn't sit well with you, you've heard this, it doesn't sit well with you, or if it doesn't feel right or seem right, feel free to reject it. Feel free to reject it. We'll get further on in here when you find out uh, that many times uh, the word that comes from God is uplifting and encouraging. But even when the word of God is corrective, or even when the Lord rebukes you, it never feels you condemned and judged and belittled. If someone, quote unquote, gives you a word, and after they finish, you feel condemned, judged, and belittled, then that's not from God, because God does not do that. Even when he corrects, he corrects in love. And you feel, all right, Lord, I know I need to do that. I need to, I need to get that together. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. You feel humbled, but you also feel exalted. I know what I need to do. But you never feel like someone, like, like you're less than dirt. That's not God. Are you hearing me? Amen. Number three, a prophecy must be received by faith and thanksgiving. Receive it as your own. Then pray it through if necessary. And we'll talk about that. You say, this is a word from the Lord. And it, it, you, you know, this is God speaking to me. This is it. This is the Lord speaking to me. Then receive it by faith and thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And really, the act of your thanksgiving says that, Lord, I believe this. When you're thankful for it. Oh, Lord, I thank you, and I receive this. Oftentimes, you just say it in, with your mouth. Lord, I receive that word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that word. I receive it right now. I receive it. It's like you receive a gift. Just, you thank the person. Thank you, and you receive the gift. Receive a word from God like that. When you know that it is him, this is how you receive it. You receive it in faith <clears throat> Excuse me, and in thanksgiving. Receive it as your own and then pray it through if necessary. Some things you won't have to pray through, but we'll talk about that as we go further on down. All prophecy, here's number four, all prophecy will agree with scripture. God will not violate his word. He's not gonna tell you thou shalt not kill, and then someone comes, I receive a word from the Lord, you ought to kill that old ex so-and-so of yours. No. That's not him. I receive a word from the Lord. Uh, God telling me you're in trouble on the, on the job. So he's telling me you ought to just go in there and lie. You just go and lie, lie. No, that's not him. Does that make, you understand what I'm saying? He's not going to violate his word. He's not going to tell you one thing in the scripture and then tell you something totally different. He's not going to come against himself. God said that uh, the woman you have now is not your wife, but that's your wife over there. You need to get divorced right now. Go back to devil where you came from. 
Are you hearing? He will not violate his word. He will not violate his word. He won't do it. Number five, uh, sit on or shelve new information. Prayerfully consider it, but don't take it as gospel until you prove it. You say, someone tells you that you're going to, let's take for instance, someone tells you, God said for you not to move. Stay right where you are. Don't move. Stay right where you are. Well, it came as new information. What were you talking about? No one is saying anything about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. But the Lord says, hey, hold your place. Don't move. Don't leave that job. Don't leave that job. Stay right there on that job. You say, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. Everything was fine. I don't understand what you're talking about. Shelve it. Hold it. Sit on it. Consider it. Consider it. Don't move from it. Just consider it. Prayerfully consider it. Lord, is that you talking to me? Consider it. Because what some, some words may not be apparent at that very moment. But uh, later on, you'll say, that's what you meant, Lord. So shelve every new word. Prove it. Let the Lord just sit on it for a while. Consider it in your heart. Lord, is that you? Show it to me. Reveal it to me. If it's new words. Are you hearing me? Now, many, number six, many prophecies will come to you as confirmation. Confirmation. These are like God's road signs that tells you you're heading in the right direction. You hear a word here and you go up the street somewhere, you hear a word over there. Seems like everybody's telling you the same thing. You're going to have a great ministry. You're going to be a millionaire. You're going to have this and you're going to have that. And you hear it again over and over and over and over. That means, in short, don't change the sauce. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing right. Don't change anything. Just keep on a trucking. Keep on a moving. It's like you're going out of town on some trip, heading down the expressway. It may say the next town, five miles or 50 miles down the road. And you keep on going and, the, you know, you're getting closer and you're closer. The signs tell you that. Signs are given to tell you that you're getting closer to your destination. If you keep get, hitting the, hearing the same, words over and the same words over and over again, it's Lord telling you, keep on going. You're doing well. Are you hearing? All right. Uh, number seven. Prophecy is encouraging and uplifting. And this is one thing we talked about earlier. Prophecy is encouraging and uplifting. Even when a word of correction or rebuke is given by the Spirit, it never leaves you feeling condemned and judged or belittled or less than dirt. That's not God. Are you hearing me? Praise God. Number eight, some prophecies are self-fulfilling. Some prophecies are, are self-fulfilling. Uh, you may, someone may, the Lord may say through someone, God will heal your body. You know, tonight, he's going to heal you tonight. Well, there's not too much you can do, but just say, thank you, Lord, I receive it, I receive it. Or when the angel Gabriel told Mary, the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you, and you're going to have this baby called Jesus. His name's going to be Jesus. Well, there's not too much she can do. She can't go to Walmart or anything like that. Just got to... Yes, Lord, yes, it shall be. Hallelujah. Self-fulfilling. There's nothing for you to do. But in the case of Abraham and Sarah, the Lord told Abraham, hey, you're going to have a son, and Sarah's going to have him. Well, Abraham, there's something that you're going to have to do. 
You know, you're going to have you're going to have a great business. Well, that's something for you to do. You're going to have to do something. But that prophecy then comes as a direction, is a direction sign. This is where you need to go, and this is what's going to happen when you get there. Praise the Lord. So some prophecy is self-fulfilling. There's very little for you to do, but just thank the Lord, receive it by faith, and thank him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, I agree. It shall be. Then other times, there's things that you're going to have to do to cause it to come to pass. Somebody's got, if, if the Lord is prophesying about a new business, it's a great idea for you to get a business license. Get a business plan and then begin to work at this thing. Are you hearing? Now, even when he, Elisha told the, um, the woman there, he, he told her that by this time next year, you're going to embrace a son. Well, that means she's going to get pregnant. It's something that she's going to have to do. Are you hearing? All right, uh, let's go a little bit further. Uh, number nine, prophecy may may not always come through people, as we stated earlier. It may come to you as a thought, a dream, a vision, a sermon, or, or a song. Uh, it's simply a word that gets your attention. It's a word that gets your attention. Now, again, God's voice, his prophetic utterances will get your attention, but the devil's will also. His will also. So you have to determine, is this you, Lord? Or is this from the enemy? Because I'm telling you, the darkness is trying to get your attention too, big time. Trying to, always trying to usher out words, telling you, you're not good enough, you're not going to make it, and, uh, or you're going to die, and all, all these thoughts, all these words are just circulating all in the atmosphere all in the atmosphere, in our school systems, suicide rates going up. Oh, you might as well just kill yourself. All these words are circulating, circulating, even through social media, circulating all these words, trying to get your attention to change the course of your life, to change the trajectory of your life. You're going to have to know what is God and what is not of God, what to listen to and what to reject. All right, number 10 uh, consider the source. Consider the source. Who's telling you this? Who's telling, the, who's telling you this? You say you receive a word from God. Well, who are you? Consider the source, first of all. Now, we understand that God can speak, to, can speak through a donkey. God can speak through a baby. And of course, he can speak through um, pastor, minister, so forth and so on. But there's someone in your life that you respect he can speak to you through a stranger. But no matter, but first of all, I would say consider the source. Typically, the Father will use someone that you already know and can respect. And you say, all right, Lord, all right, well, I think I can trust this word here, but I'm still going to go back and pray about this. Always go back and pray and seek the face of God about any word that you receive. Are you hearing me? Some things you don't have to pray about. If someone tells you, um, the Lord tells me uh, that uh, he has healed your body. By his stripes, you are healed. Thank you, Lord. That's a word. That comes straight from the book. I don't have to pray about that. That's straight from the book. God tells me that he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't have to pray about that. That's in the book. I just say, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. 
There are 66 books of God's word. I can receive that. Hallelujah. All right, but first I say, again, consider the source. Is this a credible source before me? Is this a credible source? Do I know this individual as one who regularly hears from God whom I can trust, who I can trust? Consider the source. If this is someone that you don't know, you don't know them from Adam, you don't, you don't know them, hear, but only use one ear. If that makes sense to you. Okay, I'm going to listen. All right, but I'm going to go back and prove this thing. I'm not going to receive this as God. I'm going re- to pray on this and see if this is from the Lord. Are you hearing me? Number 11, consider the timing. Some words will manifest immediately, and others will take time. Just because you receive a word today and it hasn't manifested in the next few seconds does not mean it wasn't from God. Some things take time. Uh, when I was, I believe, 19 or no, 20, yeah, when I was 20, I heard the words Kingdom Rock. As I was driving down Maxim Road in Austell, I heard the words Kingdom Rock. And I knew that I would be a pastor. But I didn't become a senior pastor until I was 30, 10 years later. But it was, it was a word from God, yes, but it wasn't for that day. David was anointed king while he was still um, tending the flocks. But it wasn't for that day. He had to still go through Goliath and all the other stuff before he was officially, um, officially set in place as king. So consider the timing. Some things will happen immediately and other things will happen over time. So please consider that. Just because it did not happen right then doesn't mean that it won't happen. Everybody understand me? Now, even though if it doesn't happen immediately, inside of every word that God gives you is staying power, staying power, or it has enough patience built into it to help you endure until the end. Because when the Lord gives you a word, And if this word does not manifest immediately, there will come outside forces to try to take that word from you, to try to snatch it out of your hands. God didn't say it. If he did say it, you would have had it by now. If he did say it, you would have had it by now. But with inside of every word that God gives, he gives you staying power. He'll give you the patience to endure the trial until manifestation. If you receive a word from the Lord, which you think is a word from the Lord, but uh, if it just dies out, if it loses fire, I mean, it's really hot on you today. Woo, I know this is God. Woo! But the next week, next month, it just dies away. That wasn't him. It wasn't him. Or it wasn't for that time. You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> so consider, make sure you consider timing. Now, I want you, last, number 12, I want you to remember the resurrection principle. The resurrection principle, and this is simply this. If you kill it and it stays dead, it wasn't God. But if you kill it and it keeps rising back from the dead, keeps being resurrected, and it keeps coming up, keeps coming up, chances are it was him. What am I saying? If you say, 
Well, the Lord told me that I would be, uh, let's say, that I would be in ministry and I would have a worldwide ministry, but I, I just don't see it coming to pass. I'm just ready to quit. And you throw in the towel, but if that towel keeps coming right back on you, no matter how hard you get or try to run away from it, it keeps coming after you. No matter how you try to run uh, to Tarsus, Jonah, uh, destiny keeps coming right back to you. There's always a whale picking you up, always a whale picking you up and putting you right back where you should be. If you throw it away and it keeps coming back, chances are it is God. Even in your frustration, if you say, God, look, I'm through with this. I'm not going to do this anymore. But it's like fire that keeps shooting up in you fire and you can't get away with it. no matter how much you want to just throw it away i'm done i'm done i'm done but you the more you say i'm done the stronger it gets within you it's that resurrection principle god said i'm not done you may be done but i'm not done and i'm going to stay on you until my work is done does that make sense so consider the resurrection principle resurrection principle now <clears throat> well I don't know if you want to get into the rest of this tonight. We may stop right there. Let me give you a few other words and then we'll get into some scripture on next week because I don't really, really want to get into this when we don't have time for all of it to get into the meat of it. Now, so today I just gave you a little bit. Not giving to, we're going to get into further into the meat of it on next week. I'm going to go into some scripture and of course show you prophecy in scripture. And there was one person that received the word that did not heed to the word. And we'll talk about that on the next time we come together. Now, so let me just uh, end with this tonight. When someone gives you a word again, understand the spirit of God is within you. And the more you pray, the more you spend time with God, the more you pray and spend time in his presence, the more you get to know him. And the more you get to know him, you'll know what is of him and what is not of him. Just because someone says this or that does not mean, does not mean that that was a word from God for you. Again, you have the authority to reject it. Nope, that's not him. I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I knew a man and oh my God. I knew a man that received a, a word that was not from God, a demonic word. And this lady prophesied over him and told him within a year, you'd be dead. Said, you'd be dead. And you know what? A year later, that man was dead. But how do I know it wasn't the Lord? Number one, I know that his work in, his work in ministry was not complete. Number two, Psalm tells me, Psalm 91 tells me, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. There are so many other words that will contradict that. God's not prophesying my death. He prophesies life. He prophesies life and hope and strength. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Now, if you're in sin and if you, I mean, you live a, you live a life as a, as a gangster or whatever and this and that, hey, maybe that's the word you need to turn around and start doing right. But if you're not in out-and-out -out sin and rebellion against the Lord, uh-uh. Are you hearing? No, I don't receive that. No, I reject that. Now, listen, 
or people can go to the doctor and receive a word. The doctor says, cancer. That's a prophetic utterance. Within six months, you're going to die. Now, he's not wearing a collar or ministerial robe, but that's a word. Are you going to receive that as a word from God or a word from the enemy? You say, no, I reject that. No, I shall not die. I shall live and declare the word of the Lord. I don't receive that. No. You, I will not allow that over my life. No. No. You see, that's a word. Did God speak that? No. But people can receive it. And if you receive a false word, it'll change the direction or the trajectory of your life. And you can let something in to your life. It's like opening up the front door to your life and saying, come on in. Now, when it is God, you say, yes, Lord, come on in. Come on in, come on in. But when it's the enemy, you say, oh, you try the spirit. No, no, that's not of God. No, no, I reject that. I slam the door on it. No, no, no. I declare that shall not come to pass in my life. It shall not come to pass in my family, nor in my home. I don't receive those words. No, no, no. You know, you're never going to be anything. See, those are also prophetic words. You never have anything. You're going to be like so-and-so. Nope. I don't receive that. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I declare what the Lord says about me. No, I don't receive those other negative words. No, I don't. In other words, I shut the door. I will not receive that into my life. Does that make sense to you? So guard yourself. And I tell you now, be sober. Be vigilant. Be watchful. We'll talk about that some more too. Be watchful. Be watchful and be vigilant, keeping, being aware of the things that you are hearing, being aware of the songs that you listen to. What are they saying to you? What are these words? Because songs are made of words. What are these words saying to you? And what is getting into your ear? What is getting into your heart? What are you allowing in? What is your door open to? What is coming into your life? Be watchful. Be watchful. Even conversation with friends conversations be watchful what are they saying around you what are they saying what are you allowing into your heart guard your heart guard your heart so that's what i say tonight and this is what i'll be praying for you tonight that are here and those of you that are listening and watching right now wherever you are and whatever time that you're listening and watching this is what i'm praying for you i'm praying this that you will have the discernment of the spirit to hear when it is of God and when it is not of God. Now understand, it's not God's will for you and I to sit and wonder, Lord, is this you? Lord, is this you? Lord, is this you? Lord, is this you? I don't know, Lord, is this you? That's confusion. God is not the author of confusion. He doesn't want his children to be confused whether it's him or not. But I'm telling you again, the more time you spend in his word, the more time you spend with him in prayer, you get to know his voice. And you get to know his heart. And that will help you to discern whether it is of him or not. You're going to try the spirits by the spirit. Try the spirits by the spirit, by the Holy Spirit that's within you. Spend time with him and you know him. So let me pray. Let me pray for you now. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for my friends that are here right now in this room and those that are listening and watching. Father, I pray that, that in that time, in that time or that moment of temptation, when they receive that word, Lord, if it's a word from you, Lord, I pray that they will not wonder. But Lord God, at that moment, 
it'll hit them. Lord, they'll know this is you. This is you speaking. This is you at this moment speaking to them. And Father, I pray that your word will just come alive to them. And Lord, I thank you that, uh, that you'll have your total and complete way in their lives. Also in that moment of temptation, Father, it, if it is not of you, if it's a false prophet, if it's a false word, a false prophecy, Father, whether it's in the doctor's office or in the church office or church room or parking lot, wherever it occurs, if it is not of you, then at that moment, Father, I pray that our spiritual doors will be shut and that we will not allow that to take root in our lives. Father, I pray at that moment we'll have a zeal and a boldness to boldly declare no I do not receive that 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 will not come to pass in our lives Father I pray for that spiritual discernment even at this moment to all those that are listening and watching even right now that they're at that moment Father they won't have to wonder because you're not the author of confusion they won't have to wonder whether it's you or not but they'll know at that moment they'll know the difference between darkness and light they know the difference between the Antichrist and Christ himself. Father, I thank you for honoring my prayers and for hearing us even at this moment. Bless my friends, Father. Bless your beloved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you, and we'll see you next time, okay? We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. And there you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.